You are now listening to the Griot's Black Podcast Network, Black Culture Amplified. You know what this week is, right? Like this week is one of the most significant parts of American history when the Supreme Court desegregated schools. Well, I mean, not really, but this is the anniversary of Brown versus Board of Education. And that's why I want to welcome you to the Griot Daily, the only podcast that'll tell you the real story of Brown versus Board. When we talk about the anniversary of Brown versus Board of Education, you know, the full title of that case is Brown versus the Topeka, Kansas Board of Education. But it wasn't really about Topeka, Kansas. It didn't begin in Topeka, Kansas. It began before 1954, before the Brown versus Board decision. It began in South Carolina in a little town called Somerton. And in Somerton, South Carolina, it was 75% black. And the black population really wasn't that poor. First of all, you have to remember that until the like 1940s, South Carolina was majority black since its inception, right? And so in Somerton, which was 75% black, there were two, basically two different school systems. It was one school district, the Clarendon County Board of Education, but there were two separate but equal school systems, according to the law, right? But they were not really equal, right? So with 75% black people and the black population was not poor, there was a paper factory near Somerton. So the black people were employed. So they paid more taxes than the white population. Their property taxes actually funded the schools. But the white people went to a nice, beautiful school and the black people, the children, some of them had to cross a river. Some of them had to walk up to nine miles a day. Some of them drowned on the way to school when the river was really high. And their parents said, man, it's enough of this. Because when they got to school, they like had to chop wood, put it in a heater to heat up the classrooms. The white people had, of course, nice heaters. The black parents were mad. They knew it was unequal, but they only asked for one school bus. Like they started from the bottom, right? They said, hey, let's just start with some of our kids not drowning on the way to school. Some of our kids are not having to walk nine miles to get to school. Let's start with that. So they asked the Clarendon County School Board, which was, again, funded by the black people for one of the 33 buses that was dedicated for the white students. Black people had zero. The white people had 33 buses. And the school superintendent said no. And the black people was like, what? They asked the NAACP, to give them a lawyer and the NAACP said, hey, we'll send this young lawyer and maybe he'll represent you. And so they filed a case and that case was dismissed at first. The reason it was dismissed was because the South Carolina Circuit Court said, look, the guy who is suing has no standing. Now standing is a legal principle that said you have to have something invested in the case. Like I can't sue somebody who did something for you because I don't have standing in the argument. And so the Supreme Court of South Carolina said he don't have standing. The reason they said he didn't have standing was what Clarendon County did when the black parents filed this lawsuit was say, look, all the black people who own land, especially this guy who's filing this lawsuit, you don't have to pay us property taxes anymore, right? Because if you're on property on the, the county line, 
you just pay your taxes to the next county and the county one county over they'll send us what you owe and what does that matter because that meant that south carolina or clarendon county specifically wasn't stealing the black people's money they were just administering this separate but equal policy right so when the court decided to strike down the case all of the black parents sued again and that case is what became one of five cases one in kansas one in virginia one in south carolina they became five cases that became brown versus board of education because states so many states were basically stealing black people's money stealing black people's taxes and giving it to white people that the supreme court said why not just hear all these cases at once and that's how brown versus board of education came before the supreme court now here's the important thing what brown versus board of education said was like separate cannot be equal like by the fact that it's separate it ain't equal because why are you separating right like to separate two things you must believe like one is different one is lesser one is somehow inherently entitled to something different than the other person separate cannot be equal thus segregation or the separate but equal doctrine was struck down but not really see most schools in south carolina didn't separate for another 10 20 years in the 70s is really when the state started desegregating in most states across the country because the white people put up a big fuss in virginia they had what they call massive resistance they just said no in states all across the country they unenrolled their kids out of public schools and started what we call segregation academies all white schools sponsored by churches and private groups and if you want to know why there are so many private schools in the south this is why brown versus board but one of the things that brown versus board didn't do right let's go back to clarendon county that whole time from the beginning of when black people created america's public education system in 1868 until 1950 when those people sued until the decision of brown versus board of education what brown versus board of education said is all that stuff you were doing all of that time was wrong now let me ask you this what kind of crime can you commit can you steal something from somebody can you take something from somebody but you don't pay some kind of restitution you don't make the person whole so by desegregated schools they still didn't make black people whole because white people had already stole the money they had already for 100 years built a society that benefited white people they in south carolina there were seven public universities zero for black people right and so in a sense what the supreme court did was just say y'all doing it wrong but they didn't fix it because if somebody steals your money and I take them to the police or the court and the police say, yeah, he stole your money, but don't make him give my money back. That ain't justice. It's just a thing that they said. And that's why a lot of people believe, including myself, that reparations shouldn't be just for slavery. It should be for all of that money that they stole from us to give the white people during segregation. All of the money 
all of the tax dollars that they stole for the GI Bill that black people couldn't get, all of the money that they stole during redlining, all of the money that they stole for unequal real estate practices, all of that stolen money is separate from slavery, but it is the vestiges of slavery. And if you were black in America, you were subject to that theft. That's why on the anniversary of Brown versus Board, we shouldn't just think of it as justice because there was no justice done. Justice will never be done until they pay us back. They give us what we owe. They give us the money that they stole from all of the black people in America. And until you download the real app, you tell a friend about this podcast and you subscribe on whatever platform you listen to this podcast on. And Brown versus Board is one of the reasons that we'll always leave you with the black saying. And today's black saying is separate ain't equal, but America ain't either. We'll see you next time on the Griot Day. If you like what you heard, please give us a five-star review, download the Griot app, subscribe to the show, and share it with everyone you know. Please email all questions, suggestions, and compliments to podcast at thegrio.com. The 80s gave us unforgettable songs from Bob Marley, De La Soul, and Public Enemy. Being Black in the 80s is a podcast docuseries hosted by me, Torre, looking at the most important issues of the 80s through the lens of the decade's songs. A decade when crack kingpins controlled the streets but lost their humanity. You couldn't be like no soft, smiling, happy-go-lucky drug dealer. You had to suppress that. It was a time when disco was part of gay liberation. It provided the information to counter narratives that were given to gay people by the straight world. This is the funkiest history class you'll ever take. Join me, Torre, for Being Black in the 80s on the Griot Black Podcast Network or wherever you listen to podcasts. Available June 1st.